Hooray Run Podcast, Episode 17. It's Boston Marathon Monday. What a day it was. I'm James Rogers. This is going to be a quick recap episode. I'll go solo on the recap at the start. Then Amanda Loudon joins me on the line. I had Amanda on Episode 11. She's a health and fitness freelance writer. She's written for Outside, Washington Post, ESPNW, Runner's World. Super short notice. She gave me a window of her time to give her reaction to today's 122nd running of the Boston Marathon. Before we get to the recap here, as always, my friend Mikey, a.k.a. Meeks Palmer on SoundCloud. Mikey, you gotta drop that beat for us. Boston Marathon Monday. Wow, what a day, what a race. Desiree Linden, the 34-year-old American who is not shy to this Boston Marathon course, her fifth attempt in eight years here in Boston, and finally, finally, after nearly winning the 2011 Boston Marathon and finishing fourth in both 2015 and last year, 2017, Des, this one's for you. Victory for the Americans, and it's been a long time coming. Des is a two-time Olympian. She's been on the scene for a while now, and we've just been waiting, 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 as we were with Shalane Flanagan for a long time. And Shalane now is a major marathon champion with her November New York City Marathon win. But today is about Des, who captures this major marathon victory in the wake of Shalane's inspiring performance. She takes home the Boston gold in 239.54. Now, pause, 239.54. Not what you really expect to be the winning time from these elite women. But let's take the weather into consideration here. I turn on the broadcast. They're doing the pre-race event and it looks absolutely miserable temperature in the 30s blustering wind whipping rain there are some incredible shots during the whole broadcast of just how vicious mother nature was today in boston throughout the whole course and it just seemed like the rain accelerated throughout the day throughout the run and that's why we see the slower times from boston here in 2018, 239.54, as I said, for Des Linden. And they're showing these shots of her husband and her coach waiting at the finish line, knowing that she has it in the bag, knowing that this is going to be Boston gold, and knowing that the nation is going to be lifting her up on a pedestal. And we've lifted her up many times, but finally we can put a gold next to her name. It was so cool seeing the reactions of her husband, of her coach, even before she reached the line, and the immediate embrace as she crosses victorious. And she had quite a gap on the field. It was a four-minute and ten-second gap between one and two. And in second place was Sarah Sellers, 244.04. It's a PR for her. A relatively unknown or a totally unknown. I follow running pretty closely. Do not know Sarah Sellers. Did not know her before today. Now I do. Just odd seeing her name in some 
major publications headlines for their Boston recaps. I don't think Sarah Sellers woke up today thinking she'd make a healthy amount of money from her run today in Boston. And second place nets you 75000 here at this major marathon. So she'll be hopping on the plane joyous and wondering what in the world to do with that moolah. And it wasn't just Linden, it wasn't just Sellers, it was an all-around effort by the American women today. The weather threw a ton of people for a loop. I mean, you can check the weather in the week leading up and the day before, but it is just unpredictable with what you get on race day today, along with a 26.2 mile race where a lot of things can go wrong. We saw something go wrong with Shalane Flanagan, a big name a favorite to win this in her hometown. We saw her use the port john around mile 12. She kind of veered off to the right and went to the bathroom. And then she came back on the course, and Des Linden, who would eventually take this crown, slowed down, got back to Shalane, and inspired her, gave her a couple of words of wisdom, And she just paced her to get back to the lead group. That was an incredible display of sportsmanship by Des Linden. And even more incredible was the post-race interview she gave on TV on NBC Sports Network where she said at mile two or three, she thought about dropping out because of whatever the case was, mental barrier, pain she was feeling in the early going. She had many thoughts early on of dropping out keeps to it, slows down just for Shalane, incredibly works her way back up, and as we know, wins the race, wins $150,000 for the win. The American women today, they went 1, 2, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, that's awesome. That That is really, really cool. I'll talk to Amanda Loudon here coming up in our conversation. We talk about this momentum that American distance running has now when you mention some of the really all-time historic performances that have taken place in the last year, last two years. Des Linden, your 2018 Boston women's champion. And to the men's race, another bizarre run. And it was just super affected by the weather by odd pacing here and there in the end it's 31 year old yuki kawauchi from japan i've been following this runner really for about seven years now he jumped on the scene around 2011 2011 tokyo marathon there are many youtube videos of this man racing and he races quite a bit he grits his teeth, he grinds it to the line. I say it always looks like he's finishing a 400-meter workout at the end of these marathons. And I say he races a lot. That's an understatement. So he's a 208 marathoner, okay? That's high-class marathoning. That would put him up there on the all-time American list. To be exact, Yuki's 208-14 marathon PR would make him the fourth fastest American marathoner ever. And he ran 12 marathons last year, 2017, 
when you're at this level of marathon, I just want to make it clear that it's normal and advised that you go after two marathons a year, maybe three if you're ambitious. But this man, Yuki, has no sponsor. He swims in his own sea. He runs when he wants. He's a full-time worker. They call him a citizen runner. He's put in full-time hours with a government job in Japan. Heck, even earlier this year, this man ran a half marathon in just over 110 in a panda suit in his hometown in Japan. It's wild. He has so many encouraging words. There's an interview. I'll have to look it up or put a link in the podcast info. The YouTube video is called Yuki Kawauchi's Message to Runners Around the World. It's a 46-second clip. Here's part of it. He says, Whenever you feel like you're about to give up, keep believing that you can still do it. Keep running and racing and trying to improve, but at the same time, keep your enjoyment of it and keep doing it all your life. I intend to keep doing this for the rest of my life, too. He has 79, this is a world record, by the way, he has 79 sub-2-hour and 20-minute marathons. Yeah, let that one breathe a little bit. He has now run four marathons in 2018, starting with one on New Year's Day in Massachusetts in one-degree weather, and apparently he was the only finisher that day. I might have to fact-check that. And it's just a sub-220 is a machine, in and out, in and out. And some people were joking that he's going to turn around and run London on April 22nd next week, which I I would not be surprised, but I am sure he, he could have another marathon on the docket in the next month. No kidding. And he won by two minutes and 25 seconds today in Boston, and his face was in shock. There was a, a great quote from Tim Hutchings on the broadcast on NBC this morning, and right as he crossed the line, right as Yuki won this, Hutchings just said, that is just insane. <laughs> It was incredible, and his eyes lit up. Yuki's eyes lit up. He won $150,000 Boston Marathon. We knew he was going to be in contention for a little while. You just didn't think that he would break away like this. And again, he said afterward that these were his ideal conditions. Of course, you hear that from a blue collar like Yuki, a guy who just probably thrives off those adverse conditions and has the leg up on many of these runners and he'll just out gut you he'll out mental you (laughs) it's just a mental capacity that this man just cannot stop and he makes you want to run he might he makes you want to lace up the shoes and get some miles logged so again i advise you just type in yuki kawuchi on youtube watch some of his marathon highlights Still on the men's side, Jeffrey Karui had a lead, had quite a lead. He broke away from the pack, and I was already jotting down notes of his accomplishments because Karui won Boston last year. He beat out Galen Rupp, and Karui puts a nice gap on the field. He was Boston champion, as I said, last year. Also won the World Champs Marathon last year. Comes in in shape, looking great on the breakaway, and then he just slowed to a near jog toward the end and almost got caught by a few others other than Yuki. And he ends in second in 218-23, two minutes and 25 seconds behind Yuki. Shadrach Biwat, the American 
first American across the line today. He nearly caught Karui, just 12 seconds behind the Kenyan. Tyler Pennell. Pennell? Pennell. 218.57 for fourth. A great payday and, again, a surprising finish there. Maybe not from his standards, but to see TP in fourth there, that's encouraging. That is another awesome finish. Andrew Bumbelow, the Bowerman Track Club performer, 219.52 for fifth. Again, these times, not what you'd really expect from the point-to-point course that Boston is and some of the times it's produced over the years. To see 215.58 win it for the men and 239 high win it for the women, it's it's odd, but the weather was certainly odd today. And then the American Scott Smith finishes sixth. So the USA men, for all the fanfare of the women, you know, you add the men too from America, and it just an all-around super encouraging day. And again, let's take this momentum as American distance running and bring it forward and continue to feed off this. So USA goes three, four, five. Six, eight, ten on the men's side. You might want to know about Galen Rupp. Came in as one of the favorites. He was second at Boston last year. He won Chicago in a crazy, blistering last 8K. Take that in October. And Rupp just kind of fell off. He fell off after halfway and to my knowledge still I believe he DNF'd he did not finish disappointing day from Rupp I know he came in really encouraged he had a lot of positive things to say in the lead up to Boston coach Alberto Salazar said same things we're expecting a big one from Galen and it just did not happen wasn't his day and Rupp is nowhere to be seen on the leaderboard. Unfortunate for Rupp and the Oregon Project, but I'm sure we will see Galen lining up a second marathon, potentially coming up in the fall later this year. We will see what's on his racing docket. So that's a quick recap. I'm going to get into more with Amanda Loudon, my freelance writing source. She's covered... Many runners has run 15 marathons herself, has run Boston, and much appreciation to Amanda for, on super short notice, being able to make a window of time for me on Hooray Run podcast here. Before we get to Amanda, just want to say Hooray Run is on Facebook, it's on Twitter at Hooray underscore run, it's on Instagram, Hooray Run, one word, HoorayRun.com, and the podcast here. It's on Apple Podcast. It's on SoundCloud. It's on Stitcher. Subscribe. Leave a review. That helps the pod. Tell a friend. Recommend. And now here's Amanda Loudon. Joining me on the line now, her second appearance on Hooray Run Podcast. It's Amanda Loudon, a.k.a. Miss Zippy. Her freelance writing work has appeared in the Washington Post outside Runner's World, ESPNW, I messaged her on Twitter today, saw she was active on this Boston Marathon Monday, and I just thought how cool it would be to get Amanda's kind of gut reaction to this historic Boston Marathon Monday, which brought absolutely cruddy weather 
for the thousands <laughs> and thousands of runners out there in Boston. Amanda, you've run 15 marathons, right? Yes, yes. What marathon gave you the worst weather? Um, you know, I'm going to have to go with Boston. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I was there uh, 2012 when it was 90 degrees. And, um, you know, I, I, what, you know, typical of Boston is, is that, you know, you're coming off of the winter. You don't know what you're going to get. And when you do get thrown a hot day, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's no shade on the course and you're not acclimated and um, it's just miserable. And I'm not a good... I'm not a good runner in the heat anyhow, and I just, oh, it was miserable. It was awful. <laughs> so while you're watching today, we have high 30s, low 40s, blustering winds, ton of rain. Yours is almost the opposite, 90 degree heat. What yeah. are you thinking these runners are thinking as they toe the line today with what they got weather-wise? Well, I mean, you know, today was awful as well. So, um, you know, I think part of it probably comes down to how your body reacts and, and, you know, what you're used to. And I don't know, you know, maybe that helped as a little bit today. Um, just in the fact that being from Michigan, um, she, you know, she's maybe a little more adjusted to cooler temperatures than some of the others. I, I, you know, I don't know, but, um, you know, for, for everyone out there, um, you know, it's certainly not ideal far from it and, and, and downright miserable, miserable. I mean, for a lot of people. So, um, yeah, I, I, you know, it, I don't know what's worse. It just depends oh, on the person, I guess. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, you're not going into this day thinking PR, PB on no. the mind. And so we no. expected at the front, too, with these elite groups that there was going to be no threat to the course record, no PBs from some of the known names. And Des ends up winning this. Des Linden, I said it was a historic Boston Marathon Monday. It indeed was. The American Des Linden, 34 years old, as you said, does most of her training in East Michigan with the Hanson's Brooks Distance Project. She takes the victory in 239. I mean, a far cry from what we usually see from these top women in these marathons. Again, expecting the slower race. But Amanda, this was the first American woman victory in 33 years. So we've had a lot of momentum in American distance running. How are you feeling as you see Des break away from the competition and then really the last five, six miles, it's her on her own and in her own mind. What do you imagine is going through her mind as she breaks away and is en route to her first major marathon victory and the first victory for American women here in Boston since 1985? Yeah, I mean, you know, she certainly... Uh, she certainly has been the the, I, the runner who I think who has won the patience game, right? She she was second in 2011. It's been seven years since that placement, and so you know to stick it out and and still be going at it and staying at the top all these years later, that's pretty significant. And so um, no one can say they they doubted her, or I, I don't think anyone would have would say they're completely blown away and surprised that it was Des today. Um, but, uh, it still had to have been a, a surreal feeling, you know, for her. I mean, you know, and, and, and just watching her face and she really didn't let any emotions show until she crossed that line either. You know, she just kept focused and, and, and had her eye on the prize and, you know, it was just, just so impressive. Yeah. You said it, we are not surprised by this victory. She's been around for a while. Her runner up in 2011, the notoriously fast year, and then she's had a couple fourth places at Boston. No stranger to this course. Fourth place in 2015. Fourth last year. 
and finally gets off the schneid, takes home the win, and it's in the wake of Shalane Flanagan's huge major marathon victory in New York City back in November. So this momentum that we're riding, what's the limit now for women's distance running? We also had Amy Craig take a bronze at the London World Championships in the marathon. We had that 1-2 finish for the American women in the steeplechase at the World Champs. Just yeah. a, a lot of good things happening with American distance running. Absolutely. I mean, we've got so much depth right now. Um, I think, um, I can't remember if it was Aaron Stroud or AC Shilton. One of the two of them wrote on it a while back um, talking about just the, the top 10 American uh, females right now all have times under 227. So that's incredible. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think the sky's the limit and we're just starting to scratch the surface. And um, And there are more you know, young girls coming up too that, you know, are just getting started. I mean, we've got Molly Huddle, we've got, you know, Jordan Hase who couldn't uh, go out there and compete today, but, you know, we, we haven't seen, you know, they're just getting started. We're, we're, so um, there's a lot, I think a lot of good days ahead of us for, for females and it's pretty cool to watch. Yeah. I mean, Shalane's been around the block and back. Molly's newer to this marathon distance. She ran New York city, but this was her second go at the marathon and she just recently tweeted out her um her critic self-criticism in a way she just knew she didn't have her best today but yeah she'll be back and, and better than ever i'm sure while molly huddle did tweet that her marathon was awful that she's frozen and she needs an emergency root canal on tuesday she also in the same tweet said i am still in a legitimately good mood because it happened An American woman won Boston, and she has more than paid her dues. Huge congrats, Des Linden. I'm proud to share the road with you. And we look at the the top 10 women today from Boston. It's I saw a couple of journalists who tweeted, you know, I I cover track and field and running for a living, and I don't know four of the top six girls today. Sarah Sellers, the American, out of nowhere, gets second in 244 and change, and I don't think Sarah Sellers woke up today thinking she'd win $75,000 at the Boston Marathon. (laughs) To be sure, to be sure. I hope she's got a nice vacation scheduled with that now. Honestly, the the American women go 1, 2, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Yeah, pretty amazing. And then on the men's side, too, we had a pretty good showing by the Americans. And that doesn't even include Galen Rupp, who, from your latest... Twitter excursion. Did he drop out? Is that official? I don't know exactly. I I have to admit I was way too caught up in the women's race and, you know, and then, and then watching, you know, um, you know, Yuki at the end, but I, I, beyond that, I, I'm going to admit I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. So I don't know how he ended up finishing or if he finished. Yeah. Yeah, And he's, he's such a polarizing figure now in the running community, but I mean, last year, He's runner-up at Boston, wins Chicago. So a lot of eyes on him, a lot of people choosing him to be the favorite. And then now you look at the leaderboard for the men today, and it's uh, Shadrach Biwad, another Hanson's Brooks distance yes. project runner who finishes third for the U.S. And then yes. uh, you go three, four, five, six, eight, ten. I just feel like I'm seeing a lot of these top ten leaderboards crammed with Americans lately in these major marathons, and that's... Awesome to speak, especially the ones on American soil with Chicago and Boston. Definitely. Um, it's it's very exciting. It's a, it's, a, it's a really exciting time to be 
um, a runner and to be following running. And um, yeah, it, it's it's just the next few years are going to be great to see what, what comes of it all. Now you saw Shalane Flanagan's bathroom break, didn't you? Yeah. And then Des holding back to kind of lead her back to the lead group. What'd you think of that moment there too? Pretty oh bizarre God. to see one of America's best all time take a Porta John break there at around mile twelve. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you anytime you see that, you kind of know, okay, she's not having a good day because I mean, you know, that the pros don't do that unless Mm-mm. they're you know, yeah. So so you knew she wasn't having a good day, and then to see Des hanging back, that was just just so amazing. And I think I, that's one of the things that I love that's going on with the women right now is the support they're giving each other. I don't know if you saw some of the tweets back and forth, you know, between Des and, and Shalane and, you know, they're just, they're all so supportive of one another. And it's, that's, I think one of the biggest keys to success too, is just, they're just, they're, they're, they're helping each other out and, um, and, and look where, look where it ends them up. You know, they, they, it's, it's paying off. So it's, nice. it's exciting. Absolutely. And, it's funny when you look at these headlines and you see Sarah Seller's name in the headlines from Washington Post and some New York publications. And it's really cool, though, to get these new women on the notice now, too, for American running. And I know Let's Run has already done some quick post-race interviews with Sellers and with Rachel Highland, who finished fourth today. And just the momentum that those women can also bring to distance running. It's not just the Dez's and the Shalane's Molly's of the world. It's now kind of relatively unknowns in Sellers, Highland, uh, Jessica Chichester. I might've pronounced that last name incorrectly, but she was fifth today. Yeah. Uh, talk about how this, these results kind of ingrain passion and, and hope into younger female talents that we have both in the high school and college circuits now. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's a definite effect there, kind of a, a trickle down. You know, people can can look at this and see that that these girls are, are are able to do this, you know, and do it, you know, from kind of um, every man's land, you know, yeah. um, and and that's impressive and inspiring. And um, you know, and the the Japanese winner too, you know, he doesn't he doesn't run for a living. He's got a full time school position, you know, so. Um, it's possible. It's possible and, and exciting. I've been following Yuki Kawauchi for a, several years now. Just He kind of had his breakthrough at 2011 Tokyo Marathon where he crossed the line and collapsed. And then he had this great interview post-race that I believe it was that 2011 race. It might have been 2013, but he said, you know, five of the six rate marathons I finished, I've ended up in the medical tent. And he just, yeah. every marathon finish he has, honestly, looks like he's finishing the last rep of a 400-meter repeat workout. It's crazy the effort he gives. And then you realize he's working full-time. He doesn't have a sponsor. And he has the world record for most sub-220 marathons. This man, Amanda, is a marathon racing machine. This was his fourth marathon of 2018. That's just unheard of for a guy who, who's been placing really well at big marathons. I mean, he ran a, yeah. he ran one in Massachusetts on New Year's Day in like one degree weather. And yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know what's in his engine, but it's, it's incredible to watch him. And you know, he's just doing it for the love of it, which is even cooler. Absolutely. I mean, he's, he's definitely kind of a, a freak of nature and a, 
like, you know, not a do what he does kind of <laughs> person. You don't want to, you know, most of the elites are not doing four marathons a year. Um, you know, so yeah, he's incredible. And, um, I, it's, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about him, but I mean, you know, it, I think Japan has been a real story this year too. You know, the, the Japanese runners and, um, you know, at Tokyo this year, they had an incredible day. So their, their depth is, is really, really there too. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, maybe just we're seeing a, a, a little bit of a, a sea change in that, obviously, you know, marathoning is not being completely 100% dominated right now by the East Africans. So mm-hmm. um, kind of fun to watch and, and, and see the change. Sure. The first yeah. first win for a Japanese man in 31 years at Boston, and you could see the shock on his face immediately yeah. after crossing the line. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a 208 marathoner, so he's... He is something to write home about, and obviously the volume he did. He ran twelve marathons last year, which is just insane. A lot of these <laughs> top runners run two in a year max, and yeah. he's just doing it a whole different way and finding a ton of success. And it, it it's just it was cool today to see Des and Yuki holding the trophy up together. Two runners that are just so easy to cheer for, and I you know, it's been a while. I, I feel since that's happened at a major marathon when the two, the men's and women's individual winners are holding the trophy up together. And you can honestly say like these two, I hope, and I pretty much know they're doing it clean and they're doing it mostly for the love of it to see that today. Um, what was your take on that? Seeing these two individual winners who, like I said, are just really easy to cheer for. for. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's just so much fun. And, uh, you know, everyone can get behind them and everyone can feel good about their victories. And, um, you know, that that's exciting and it's unifying and, you know, yeah, I love it. Any other quick takeaways you saw on Twitter or from watching the broadcast from today's Boston Marathon? Um, I, you know, I don't think so. I just, I, I just think it was a, just a great example of how you do not know what the day is going to give you or, how things are going to play out. And it doesn't matter how much predicting on the front end there is, then the marathon is going to throw you curves. And, uh, you know, I, I just, that was completely on display today. So, yeah. yeah. I had a friend text me that he saw a tweet that said 23 elite athletes DNF between the men and women. Like you said, yeah. you just, you can't predict it so hard, especially when the weather factors in like it did today. Absolutely. What do you have next on the writing docket, Amanda? Um, I have, I'm actually writing something. I'm pretty excited to be turning this in, in a, in a day or two. Um, I'm, I'm writing about, um, speaking of the marathon, a, a little known, um, Canadian runner. She, um, well, she's 63 now, but, mm. um, she actually, it was two weeks after Catherine Switzer ran her first Boston. Um, there was a 13 year old Canadian runner who went out and very quietly, um, set the women's marathon world record, um, in Canada. Yeah. And, um, she kind of, you know, faded off into obscurity and no one really knew her story. And, uh, so I'm, I'm writing her story. Uh, I'm going to be turning that in this week to outside and I'm pretty excited about that because it's, it's just kind of neat to, to, you know, stumble upon these, these, um, little known, um, pieces of history and, um, you know, and get them out into the, to the world so that people can, can learn them. So yeah, that's pretty cool. That's going to be on outside, you said? Yes, okay. yes, yes. Um, probably in the next couple of weeks because we're aiming to line it up with um, 
the anniversary of when she ran that marathon, which was in early May. It was, it was two weeks after, two weeks after Catherine's first Boston. So. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Any yeah. social media to plug, plug your Twitter real quick and your website. Um, yeah. Twitter is miss zippy one mm-hmm. and, um, website is Amanda hyphen Loudon.com. It's L O U D I N. Um, and I need to do a website re- redesign sometime <laughs> soon. So <laughs> that just reminded me while we we're talking about it. <laughs> hey, we'll be on the lookout for that redesign too. Yes, and I know yes. in our first interview, um, you did say, I asked you, who would you love to interview? And you said Des, that was your number one answer. when I asked which, yeah, which elite that. runner would you want to feature? And yeah, yeah. Maybe so, we will see one of those in the near future now. Yeah. Yeah. Victory. Absolutely. Yeah. She's so cool. I'm so happy for her today. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. As we are as a nation too. That was great for American distance running. Thanks Amanda again on short notice for giving some quick reaction recap to Absolutely. this historic Boston Marathon Monday. Appreciate it. Yeah. Amanda. Thank you. Alrighty. Thanks again to Amanda for joining the line. Seriously, go read her writing, go to her Twitter. She posts a lot of links to her writings and her website, as she said, could get a redesign here soon, but she does have a lot of links to a wealth of health and fitness writings. Enjoy those. Follow her. Again, subscribe to the podcast, Hooray Run Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Boston 2018, the 122nd running of this 26.2 miler. In the books, congrats to Des. Congrats to Yuki. Big day for Brooks running. Big day for the unsponsored. Hooray run. Celebrate every step.